Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday, and welcome back to Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. My name is Fernanda Torres, and I'm here with Dr. Linda Marquez on our second episode of our podcast, Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. And today we have a pretty cool topic. We're going to be talking about easy and sustainable ways um, to keep up on our lives post-COVID. So we know that COVID has been impacting us in many, many different ways. And in some places, the actual, the restrictions are starting to lift up, which is uh, major for all these uh, little tips and things that we're gonna be discussing today. Yes, has it opened up over there? And how are you doing? It's Wednesday, it's hump Wednesday. So it's, this is like the perfect time for us to, to be able to share and do this. But how are things over there where you are? Cause you're right now in Illinois. In Illinois, yes. So things here are starting to different places are going to start opening up, uh, you know, every, as transitioning, I guess. Yes. Um, the masks are required pretty much everywhere you go outside of your, of your house. Uh, mm -hmm. But other than that, I think um, all in all, I think people's maybe senses of fear are, are basically the same, you know, because now that they're starting to open up different places people's mm -hmm. fears uh, are in the basis of well once we start congregating again is it going to start worsening again so yes. we'll see i guess i was ready like this morning i had mm -hmm. i it was funny i got in my car because i knew the gym was going to open i just heard oh the gym's going to open i got in the car i didn't even have my shoes on how crazy <laughs> it's been i was like so excited got in the car i drove there and on the website, like on the Google, it had said it, it was open. It was like now open, but we show up there and it was closed. So oh, no. uh, I was it's just like, uh, we're, I'm in Arizona, but it the they had lifted the orders that the gyms were going to be open today, oh. yesterday, uh, or no, Monday, the restaurants were open. Too bad it was right after Mother's Day. And then Friday, the hair salons opened up. So there's been, you know, there's been some changes and you could see the busyness people going out and really, um, I think more excited more than anything about um, kind of resuming with their life, but with a new vigor. So, you know, I would love to hear what, you know, how, how you're going to, how you plan going about this, because there was a lot of shifting and I know how you do things, how I do things and just give people like some tangible, um, strategies, as I always just say, because, you know, we, we're definitely we've never experienced this before. And now going into this and kind of going through it. And even, you know, they're possibly talking about this happening again. And, um, you know, possibly in the fall again, mm -hmm. seasons always in the fall, you know, right? I always I always peg it right around. Uh, what is it about Halloween? So we start Absolutely. seeing the changes there, but um, yeah. So what and what have you been doing so far that you know is a little bit different and and you know and is have actually given you like oh okay this is what I was doing before that now I'm no longer going to do and this is what I'm going to continue. Would love to hear mm -hmm. what you know what you have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the first things that I implemented was a, a funny enough, a morning routine. I did not have a per se, a morning routine that yeah. I was conscious of before. Of course I had a morning routine, which was 
what my body wanted to do in the morning, yes. which was as soon as the alarm hits, you put it on snooze and you don't <laughs> want to get up. And then when you finally get up, it's for me at least before. Yes. It was more about rushing to get out of the house on time so I could avoid traffic to go to work. Um, I've always, I have always worked outside of my house. So I've always mm -hmm. had to get up and leave my house in order to start my day. So I never really considered a morning routine as a, an important part of my day because mm -hmm. my day practically started, quote unquote, when I left my house. Yes. So that was a very interesting transition that I had to make since the um, coronavirus, you know, pandemic started and I started working from home was how to make myself more efficient now that I don't have to leave my house. Mm -hmm. Right. So I started setting my alarm. Uh, I set up my alarm early. I meditate as soon as I get up. I go to the to the restroom. I do my hygiene and then I get my blood pumping about five minutes, not too mm -hmm. long. And then I sit and start doing some work. So that was the major thing that changed. I actually, I would get out. I have to get out of my bed. I have to get mm -hmm. ready. Like pretend that I'm going to work basically. Yes. Get up and get out and change rooms in the house and make that transition in my mind. And that's something that I certainly plan on continuing mm -hmm. uh, forward once I actually have to leave my house and do work outside of my house. It's definitely a routine to keep. Yeah, because sometimes when we just step out of the house, it's almost like we put the hat on of it's work hat time. And when you're at home, it's a little bit different. So mm -hmm. some things that that kind of um, have helped me in this time too is the mornings lately have been a little bit tough, but as um, I think just because of the overwhelm of everything. So one thing that I wasn't doing really on a consistent basis that I started to do on a consistent basis, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the breath of fire. So no. the, the breath of fire is just taking, um, you know, as you breathe in, you're feel you're filling uh, the lower belly. The, it's like um, people can Google it, but it's it's a breathing technique. And it's really like having coffee in the morning if you just do it for a minute. And it's just a, a, a breathing, uh, a very intentional, fast breathing. So um, Gabriel, I want to say um, the name escapes me for a minute, but we can post that. Um, Bernstein, it's Gabrielle Bernstein, she talks about that. And um, Wim Hof, who has a lot of the breathing techniques, how the powerful of your breath, the you know power of your breath. And if you think about it, you know, if, you, if that is what you can live without water for how long? Right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have, if you don't have your breath, you cease to exist. So, so that was one of the things that I started to, and it would just like, boom, within a minute, wake me up. And then um, something else is I try to visualize my day before, and, and you know, it may take one to two minutes and, and um, more of it, a consistent basis. I definitely, it's like, I have time for this. Cause a lot of times it says, I'm not, I don't have time. It's like, no, I can take mm -hmm. a minute and pre-plan my day in my head of what I would like it to be like, how I would like to see myself feel. And um, those are two really that I was doing, but not as consistent. So now those are like non-negotiables that mm -hmm. I have to do that. Because even when I go for a walk, my morning walk, I just make that a point of even just connecting with my my divine power. So um, I'm definitely going to continue that, especially um, 
I feel that your morning routine, the way you start your morning is going to dictate the way the rest of your day goes. It absolutely you know. And now that people are going to go back to work, um, you know, because some people I work from home some days, some days I go into the office. So it's interesting. It's just like, you know, how can you make this change stick now that you're, you know, you've kind of like, mm -hmm. this is what I'm doing a little bit different. So I would love to hear what, you know, how you're doing that. Because for me, it's hasn't been, um, it hasn't been that hard. It's just more at home now instead of um, before it was more at the office, less at home. And now it's, you know, and it's kind of switched. Mm -hmm. so. so that was actually also a little bit of a challenge too, because of the kid situation, <laughs> you know, um, being a parent, you know, that you're stuck yes. with the kids in your house. Um, so it's not only the work that I have to do because I've, I've continued to work. I just work from home. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's the work that I have to do. Plus now having to take care of um, their schoolwork and of course themselves and the house and everything else. So time management was like my number one thing when everything started, um, because otherwise I would have gone insane. Yes. So I sat down and, you know, how can I manage my time in a way that it's going to be productive for myself, for my kids, for my family, for my house, for everything. Mm -hmm. um, so so I, I listened to Jim Rohn. Uh, of course, I'm sure you're familiar with yes. him. <laughs> he has, and he has a thing where he says, do not start your day uh, until you finish writing it on paper. So do not get started yes. with your day until you finish writing it on paper. So uh, that, that's one major thing, kind of putting my work or, or my day actually on paper. And I'm going to be doing this work from this time to this time and kind of just putting times and mm -hmm. boundaries. So I'm not necessarily wasting time overthinking when I'm not necessarily being productive on something anymore. Okay. So I set times and I set breaks. So I know that if I work 45 minutes, I get a break after 45 minutes yes. and I waste time just taking breaks in between so yeah. structuring the day uh, from the morning so starting with the morning routine getting going mm -hmm. and then finishing the day on paper and then actually starting the day once you finish writing it down it's significant it yeah. helps and it also gives my kids uh, my husband and everybody my family in general an idea of when I have actual, you know, time, extra time to spend with them, when they can approach me, when I really absolutely need time for myself, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's, it works for the whole family. Yeah. You know, what's interesting as you say that is that when I, I will do that pretty much more than 70% of the time in the morning, I will write out um, like my day already happened. And a lot of the times it does occur that way. So mm -hmm. in the morning, instead of like my, it's not, not necessarily, I mean, I have a to-do list, but also just a list that, or something that just, um, today was May 13th, or, you know, May 13th, today was a great day. I did this, 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 this. So I write it like it already happened, but you do it in the morning. So it's great that, you know, to see that we're in alignment with that, because that's mm -hmm. so powerful. It just the whole intention and being mindful and I think people going into, um, you know, creating a new way of being, you know, going post COVID is going to be really important. And I think the mindfulness part, you know, and a lot of people think, oh, that's like a, you know, uh, 
a word that's kind of thrown around, but mindfulness yeah. and intentional is, is really having a purpose mm -hmm. and being dictated that you get to dictate your day for the most part, instead of letting the day dictate you. Mm -hmm. So that I think is really, really powerful that people can start taking into go transitioning from, okay, this is how things used to be. And, and they were, they would just do things, you know, just get up and just do, 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 but not realizing what they were doing. Exactly. And I know a lot of people get stuck in that way, but I think one of the beautiful things about COVID has been, it's more of a, it's a reset, but it's, it has given a lot of people the opportunity to just really evaluate their current situation and what's not working and what do they want to take with them into what is my new normal going to look like? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'd, I would love to hear what some yeah. of the things that you've learned. I know that a lot of people um, in the beginning, they were like, they were binge watching like Netflix or, or something, but you know, that gets kind of old after a while. I, I personally didn't do it, but I heard of a lot of people doing that, but you know, you can't bring that into your new, um, your new post COVID. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, what, what has worked for you or what are you finding that, Oh, this is something that I can let go of and I don't need to carry into my new, my new way of living. Mm -hmm. So I've done um, any, it started for me actually a few months before COVID where I've been doing a lot of just soul searching and mm -hmm. inner work and all these things. So COVID actually fell perfectly for me in a sense where I can work on so many things that I want, I want to work on and get better. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have the time and the space of my own house now to do it every day. So I'm focusing more on um, working on creating that positive uh, thinking day in and day out, creating my destiny, you know, the visualization and all these mm -hmm. things, but also getting, letting go, like you said, of things that did not work for me. So I was wasting a lot of time just complaining about things that I have no power complaining <laughs> about. <laughs> just so many things. I stopped complaining. Every If I don't have the power, and I complain about something, my man, my mind catches it now. You know, before it was just complaining just for the sake of complaining. Yeah. I'm taking time for myself, which is something that I didn't do before. Uh, I'm prioritizing a lot of time just for reading and self-growth. Mm -hmm. uh, where before, you know, I did not, I, I, if I had the time, let's say if I had half an hour before my kids got home from school and I had that half hour at home, I would literally just probably sit down, take a coffee and listen to music or uh, maybe turn on the TV. I've never been a, a TV watcher per se. I never yeah. really spent a lot of time watching TV, but every once in a while, or I would just get on Facebook, which was basically what I would do with my free time before Facebook, Instagram, all these things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so at the beginning of the quarantine, I said, well, I'm spending all this time on Facebook. I'm spending all this time on Instagram, which I already was spending the time. How about turning it into something productive? And that's where positive blueprints came in. Mm. Right? So turning the time, I'm spending the same amount of time, but I'm not spending it just crawling down and wasting time. I'm doing yes. with it, right? Uh, and again, it's something that I continue doing, but it's realizing what, what was wasting my time, what was wasting my energy, the complaining, being angry, 
perhaps not taking care of myself and wasting mm-hmm. time on unimportant things like maybe TV and maybe uh, Facebook and Instagram and all these things that were not necessarily being used for the benefit of me, but just for wasting yes. time and turn it into a positive. Yes, I love that. And one of the things also, I think the realization is also right before going into all this, we try to say yes to everything and it's okay to say no. So it was really easy. Like if anyone asked you anything while we're, while we were in this, you know, stay at home being safe, well, you really couldn't go do anything. So you weren't getting the opportunity of people asking you to go do something. So I think one of the things that maybe we can carry into as we're transitioning to this new way of being is that it's okay to say no, because when you say no, and that can be one of the most powerful tools that somebody can walk away with or hacks going into and strategically going into a a new way of life and a new era of life is really just saying no and not having to explain yourself. Well, why? It's just like, I don't want to, it's just no, or -hmm. I have a prior commitment and it's okay. And I think because we're on such an, people are just such an overwhelm and they feel like they have to commit to everything you don't have to. So that has been one of the best things too, because now it's like, okay, I don't have a lot of things that I'm invited to and I can just spend this time now and really focus on what do I want? How can I bring more value to the people that are around me, which is my family and also, you know, my patients on um, communities that you're involved with. So I think the power of no can be something that's just really powerful. You know, I don't know what you feel about that. And if it's easy for you. <laughs> it is not easy. I absolutely feel and I that's something that I absolutely need to work on too, you know, feel it's saying no and not feeling bad about it, not feeling guilty about it. Yes. Many times as much as I want to say yes, and I do say no, but I do have that sense of I'm not helping, you know, feeling afterwards, yes. which I don't uh, necessarily like uh, the feeling. And it's just learning how to say no and not feeling guilty about it, feeling, say no and say no because you truly can't or because you truly w- don't want mm-hmm. to do that because it doesn't align with you, mm-hmm. not because you simply don't wish or don't want to do it. Right. Yes. So yes. A-, a lot of times with even with my kids, you know, many times is that absolutely for many things but it's a it's a hard no if you're not doing certain things it's a hard no and and i feel bad you know as as a mother too and and in so many areas but you gotta you gotta be consistent also so if it's a no make sure that you made up your mind and and also be consistent with it Mm -hmm. Uh, and that also helps set up expectations from people right because if they know that if they if you say no and then they can come back and convince you with uh, just a nice sentence or, you know, a kiss in the chicken, yeah. the, the kids, my kids, then it kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I, I totally am so in agreement with that. And, you know, the beauty of it, too, is now when you do say no, um, it's easier for you to take care of and say yes to, especially, you know, you before COVID, you know, during COVID was, um, okay, now I can... I can cook at home. Well, when you say no, even like things are transitioning, people, hey, let's go go out to eat or something. And we can say no and 
actually there can be two po two positives. It's like one, you can spend time at your fam with your family. Okay, two, you can eat at home. So then you're going to be in control more of what you're eating and eat some healthy meals. So it's still okay. And that's something that a lot of us have been doing more of mm -hmm. as this has happened. It's like we've been forced to eat at home or if you go to takeout. But if I'm going to go eat, I'm going to go sit down and eat. Takeout doesn't make sense to me. That's just that's just my personal um, preference. But that's the beauty of you can still take some of what you liked of what was uh, really working for you that you found during this time that you can still bring into, you know, post COVID, you know, a lot of realizations. Mm -hmm. And I think you realize also that there's so much that you could do without that you thought that you had to have. I don't know if you have that issue, but I just, there's so many things I realize. oh, I don't, I don't really need that. And, oh my gosh. and it just simplifies your life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the amount of time, the amount of things that are actually a priority, there are must haves are the basic things that that we've always had, right? All mm -hmm. the other things are extras to make us more comfortable or to make our lives more amenable, but they don't necessarily need to be present for you to, to, to have the basic stuff that you need. And most people, no matter how much in despair or how how bad it may seem most people still have the core stuff you know the core values or the core principal things that 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 are mm -hmm. most important to you which are family uh in many cases you know you you elio which is a friend who just posted a comment he just recovered mm -hmm. from COVID, so it's it's getting that health back and valuing your health even more now than than you did before valuing your family more now that you did before valuing your free time and your own time mm -hmm. and and actually now valuing get, going back to work if you you know if that was a, an issue that you have and, and just mm -hmm. finding value and and a positive seeing things with the you know the glass half full always mm -hmm. you know the positive on every situation it's always going to bring you way better results than mm -hmm. just seeing the negative or complaining or or leading your life in a negative aspect mm -hmm. so i wanted to ask you something because we you know we both are dealing with patients all the time you know um and they come to us because they want answers or some some will talk about all their problems too. And you know that that's, that's um, putting a lot of stress on them and it, the stress, how it impacts their, their physical body, you know, emotionally too, because it does impact parts of the brain that allow you to make intelligent decisions. So th there's a saying, I would say, when, um, uh, when stress it, it goes up, intelligence goes down. So when your emotions go up, your intelligence goes down, meaning that it's hard for you to make decisions. So um, I wanted to see how you're sharing with your 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 clients, your patients. Um, now that a lot of them, there's some people that have lost their jobs and they have to go and look for a new job. And because, you know, being in this field, my job is just not to come up with strategies for patients like, OK, eat better, sleep better good relationships, get things dialed in, but they kind of come to us also trying to find creative solutions. So one of the things that I have always taught our, our, you know, our patients were 
um, or even anybody that just is talking to me, they're like, oh, but you know, I don't have any work right now. Um, you know, what am I going to do? So then they go down that rabbit hole in their mind of thinking all the worst things that can happen. So mm -hmm. what I like for them to focus on, and this just something, just a hack that even it's just my own applicable in my life that I could do if, if, if I'm going and just thinking wrong, it's just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, why should we, why don't we wish and imagine something better mm -hmm. instead of worse? So there's a lot of times where people say, oh my gosh, what if I can't find a job? And I'm like, well, let's just flip that. Oh my gosh, what if I have too many job offers? Right? Oh my gosh, so what if what if this? And, and so it's a way for them to flip it like, oh, I don't know if I could, you know, for example, because I deal with a lot of women that especially with like weight issues or thyroid or and then they the first thing that comes in their mind as they're starting to make these lifestyle changes is, oh, my gosh, I don't know if my family is going to support me in this. And it's like, OK, why don't we say I can't wait until my family supports me in this. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. see, it's just a lot of it's just the mind hack in the tree in the change, because even just speaking the word out, you know, if you speak it out, it's almost like you're you're, you're speaking it out in existence. And then, of course, any, what's that? You're sending a command. Absolutely. And, and it's the um, I think that's where that mindfulness living comes in, that intentional living comes in, because the brain tends to when there's something negative that you speak that you say, but then when you speak it out, it's almost like amplified. Mm -hmm. So there's a, so they can always switch it the other way. I mean, that's one of the things that I try to teach them. So, oh my, you know, they don't have a job. Oh my gosh, what if I've had too many job offers? And then kind of working backwards from that and looking, okay, so what would it take for me to have those job, multiple job offers? So it would take me to be, to really sharpen this skill, this skill, this skill, make me a valuable individual human being so that I have more to offer. Because mm -hmm. I know you and I kind of are in alignment with that. That's mm -hmm. where we connected. But yeah. I would love to hear what some of the strategies that you use because, you know, we always learn from each other. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like iron sharpens iron, so to speak. Absolutely. So what I what I try to do for the most part is having patients take accountability. So the minute that you take accountability for whatever condition you have, whether it is diabetes or COVID or cancer or, uh, you know, uh, ingrown toenail, <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you take accountability, you also take responsibility and you can make it better. Mm -hmm. So that's the one, that's the number one thing. You know, if, if you are under the belief that your blood pressure or your diabetes, it's because your family history and because, uh, I don't know, because you were prone to it because, you know, the, because of the food that you ate, because you're Hispanic and we eat a lot of carbs, mm -hmm. I don't know, then you're never going to find that solution on getting better because mm -hmm. you're giving the power away. So the minute that we take accountability for whatever it is in life mm -hmm. and we realize that we're self-made at this point, however you are in your life at this yeah. point, you are completely and 100% self-made and it only lies in you to make it better, all right? So a pill, it's, it, can, it can buy you time, right? It can control numbers 
momentarily, but it's never going to give you a solution. It's not fixing yeah. anything from the root. It's yeah. just giving you time. So coming to that realization of, of assuming accountability and responsibility for where they are in life, that's one. And then going to the mind and working with the mind to make it better, to help mm -hmm. them achieve more in a better way. So I do it in a very similar way than you just explained, actually. I, um, I recommend kind of splitting your day in sections. So you split your day, depending on how your day goes, maybe the morning part of your day and then the work, the, like the, the work during the day, and then it's your lunch time, and then it's work in the afternoon, and then it's maybe driving back home, or if you're working from home, finishing work, and now it's spending mm -hmm. time with your family or cooking. So separating your day in different um, areas, per perhaps. Mm -hmm. Imagining every area in the morning when you're brushing your teeth or when you're taking a shower, or you know if you're making your coffee, just taking those few minutes in the day. And mm -hmm. once you separate your day in categories, go through each one of the categories and tell your day how it's going to happen mm -hmm. so if you don't think and if you don't believe in the power of the mind then you can do it just simply as an experiment and i told yes. my patients just <laughs> try it out it, you won't lose anything by trying it out you're already yeah. as the coffee is being made you're already thinking ah oh, i have to drive i hate my life and all these things just switch that just switch the thoughts that's yeah. all you gotta do Right. Yeah. And start thinking, well, what if that's what I tell them? What? Uh, not what if I'm sorry. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't mm -hmm. it be nice if my commute was super light today? Well, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if my customers bought what I'm selling today and I could just multiply myself? Wouldn't it be nice if when I got home, my house was my kids were done with homework? Wouldn't it be <laughs> nice to have a restful night? Right. Literally just going through your day and just play this game of wouldn't it be nice? And then you will see how the day actually starts happening little by little on the, the direction that you want it to go. Now, that, it, that depends on how, how much conviction you have. So at the beginning, it may not work quite as, as good, but when you start noticing little synchronicities in your day, like, oh, mm -hmm. I, I, I predicted that, now it happened, you're gonna start believing more and more and more on the power of the mind, and it's yeah. going to become you're going to become addicted to it. You're going to be, because yeah. you're going to be like, I can make my day. Like yeah. what's good at I can dictate my day. I tell my day how it's going to happen and not the other way around. Yes. Yes. I so believe that. And I think that's a big takeaway that people can, if they haven't done that to really start to apply it now as all, there's a lot of shifting occurring, but it's not even about just letting others circumstances impact us because there is no, Nothing has um, like even a word. There, there is no emotion to it, but the one that you define and you attach to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So even as people transitioning into into this, um, you know, with this life changing and stuff, they can give whatever meaning they want to it. So 
they could say, you know, this was the best thing ever that happened because it allowed me, or like you were saying, play the wouldn't it be nice game. As I say, you know, wouldn't it be nice if I could really, if I had great energy all the time, wouldn't it be nice if there was no, you know, but in a positive way, wouldn't it be nice if I arrived at work early? Wouldn't it be nice if the children were always well behaved or for the most part all behaved, you know, wouldn't it be nice if my husband fixed dinner for me surprisingly? <laughs> things like that but that is such a powerful um kind of question that you know or or, or statement as as you as you say um, and it so. applies for for health too equal, oh yeah you know wouldn't it be nice if my blood pressure was controlled would it be nice if my heart was healthy and all yes. these things and little by little you're you're creating that those those blueprints perhaps Mm -hmm. What you say and what you think, it's creating a blueprint. And then mm -hmm. your mind takes those blueprints and say, well, my mission is to make you uh, or, or to obey you. Mm -hmm. So it's obeying what you're sending. So if you're mm -hmm. constantly sending uh, all these, these negative thoughts and you're also complaining about, oh, the, the traffic sucks and the weather sucks, yeah. and that you're thinking about that you're sending blueprints and your body, your mind responds on those blueprints. Exactly. Yeah, no, that is, that is so powerful. And I think that's why... The mindfulness and the stillness and, and people taking the time to um, to do those type of things, to meditate, the visualization, the gratitude. Those are all strategies that people can continue to take on in their lives. So I think that's really that's really awesome that, you know, you're saying that um, there's something, um, you know, I don't know about you, but as things are changing, um, what what do you think? is going to be something that you have learned during this time that you can actually take with you and apply. For an example, um, I kind of give like a, a, a three-day reboot method where take, you know, you can start it on a Friday, do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and just say, you know, do I'm going to do this once a month, every other month, where I'm going to do, it's my three S's. It's my, I'm going to have just soup for those three days, salads, in smoothies, I'm going to do stretching and I'm going to get my sleep dialed in. So it's a reboot or it's just like I'm focusing. This is I'm going to just really focus on this for three days out of the month or every other month. Those are some strategies that I know that are I'm going to take over and take across, you know, as we're going through these changes. But I would love to hear, you know, what you're going to be doing with all that. And it's just something that you know, anybody, they can create whatever they want to take with them mm -hmm. because we've had so much time to, it's like thinking, okay, really, because it's the books that we read, it's the people that we associate with that really impact um, our decision and our life and the greatness of our life. So I kind of like those, um, the reboot, the reboot with the, uh, uh, with the three-day reboot with the five S's. So that's kind of it's one thing that I really cool. like. So what about you? <laughs> so once, and, and I'm sure it's happened to you, uh, once you start on this process, like you literally double check and rethink everything yeah. you do because <laughs> you now know that everything has a consequence, right? Mm -hmm. So um, before, you know, before COVID, I was always like, oh, I don't, you know, and I know <laughs> that I teach it, but I was always like, I don't, I don't need to exercise more than dancing. I've always danced. I love to dance. I, it's one of my things. Uh, but now um, with COVID, I haven't been able to dance, right? It's been about two months, maybe two months since last, since the last time I was able to dance. 
And, and it's a, it's a thing that it impacts my body, you know, because I'm not, I wasn't exercising aside from dancing. So that's a transition that I had to make. I was literally telling my mind, I love walking. I love exercising. <laughs> I love exercise. Even though supposedly according to my idea, my story that I had created in my yeah. life, exercise wasn't meant for me. Dancing wasn't, you know, I didn't need exercise aside from dancing. So by telling my mind, I love, you know, walking, I love running, I love biking, I love doing all these things. I actually have grown to enjoy it and like it. And I look forward to it every single day. So, yeah. and it became a family thing too, where twice a day, every single day with the whole family go out on our bikes, on our skates, on yeah. just walking, running, anything. And it's a, it's a simple uh, thing everybody can do it we literally just go around the house and it it helps for us to bond it mm -hmm. keeps us healthy and and it creates a good sense of you know of uh, maybe conversation for later too you know with yeah. the kids Absolutely. oh you remember that or the trick that you did or you know i won mm -hmm. you know i raised you home or whatever it is <laughs> so it helps in so many ways that's something that i'm planning absolutely to continue to do um you know, on top of everything else that I've been doing with meditation, uh, the more that I do it and the more mindfulness and everything, the more benefit I see. So I just see yeah. that growing and growing more. Uh, as we as we talk, I was <laughs> telling my husband uh, just the other day, you know, I'm thinking about going on a, on a one week solitude, just just literally no electronics, just by myself. I, mm. I feel like I want to do that. I want to connect with myself. Yeah. So seeing opportunities for me to get to know myself better so I can be a better person, yeah. so I can be a better provider, a better mother, a better wife, a better everything. Yeah, that's awesome. The being the best version of you or you're kind of chasing, mm -hmm. chasing that best version of you. Um, <laughs> And just not being disappointed, you know, in that and just knowing that um, there's something that I follow Ed Milet, we were talking about that. And he always he always says something about my disappointment would be that I get to the pearly gates and God says, this is the person that you could have been if you would have just taken more chances. And you see that person and you're like, oh man, if I only just would have done a little bit more that day and that day, it could just be five minutes more. So it could be two minutes more. It could be this one little thing. So the cool thing about everything now that's happening, I think is like, we really, like I said, we've had those, we've had that time to really focus on what do we really need in our life that's going to and what don't we need to take into our life that's absolutely going to help us to be that best version of us? Because I think when you're there, that's where the happiness comes in. And I had posted something about, but also the accountability. It's just like you and I, you know, are like, okay, we're going to commit to do this on a weekly basis because we want to serve people. We want to help them. We want to just show them that nobody's special and everybody's special. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just one, it's just the execution and two, it, it is accountability. And also when you're accountable, accountable to someone, it's kind of like, I did it. I told you that I was going to do this and I followed through. And that gives you a sense of joy and happiness. And you just kind of start ga gaining that momentum 
everything else starts to shift from your health, your friendships, you know, relationships, finance, just everything just starts to shift. So, you know, mm -hmm. what I would just like to say in closing is kind of like, you know, what I would tell people is get that morning routine down two or three things that are going to, you know, for you, like you were saying, I mean, I like to do the, um, the breath of fire, the visualization of the day, and also writing and planning the day. Um, you know, having that, uh, that learning to say no, you know, I think that's really powerful, the power of no. So when you say yes to someone else, that means you're saying no to you. So it's okay to say no to them so that you can say yes to, to, to them. So, um, the morning routine, the power of no, um, even just being the mindfulness, just sitting still, mindfulness and being still and just like really um, connecting with your higher power to give you the guidance because just because you think it doesn't mean that you have to believe it if it's something negative, you know, and then um, kind of like doing a reboot. Um, do a three day reboot, you know, those are kind of my four takeaways with the with the S's with the with the soups, the salads, um, the smoothies and the stretching and the sleep getting those dialed in. So I'd like to hear, you know, kind of tying it up with you some takeaways that people can carry on. For me, um, one of the, the main ones would be be selfish uh, during this time and always, you know, take care of yourself, spend time with yourself get to know yourself, um, ask questions about yourself to yourself. You know, what do I want? Uh, what's my biggest desire? You know, what makes me happy? Ask questions, get to know yourself, spend time taking care of yourself. Do what you need to do to decrease your stress so you can be better, so you can provide a better service to the people around you. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Um, with that, it comes also work on yourself every day so try to yeah. do something whether it's listening to wellness Wednesday inspiration or uh, listening to um, you know passive messages from all these motivational speakers out there or maybe listening or reading a book mm -hmm. or doing something where you are knowing that you're that you're putting time for your growth right on yourself so mm -hmm. mark that on the calendar make it a, 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 a must for yourself something that it's going to help you grow into a better human version of yourself tomorrow yes. right um and then the last thing would be just see go back to see what's important and actually spend more time doing the important things we waste so much time i cannot begin to tell you how yeah. much time i personally <laughs> was just wasting on things that i can't even account the time yeah. for you know yeah, for sure. I, you know the day is 24 hours i know that i'm working for these many hours and i know that i I slept these many hours. So what happened with the rest of the day? You know, so it's literally paying down to the little things because you're 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 um, you're working on autopilot. So all these little things that take up your time, literally just when you're bored and you grab your phone just to scroll down. That's a <laughs> habit. <laughs> that's your subconscious just doing what it's supposed. Yeah. To, you know, what you're what it's um, used to, I guess, doing. So realizing that and reorganizing your day so you're not only more productive, you can do more in less time, you have more time for yourself and you invest more time in making yourself a better version every single day. Absolutely. And just having that circle of friends, my God, that's just, that is so powerful. It's just like that circle. So, you know, I think people can really, they're, they're going to come out of this 
better people if that's the decision that they make. I know that I'm coming out a better version of me as a result of this. And there's been so many amazing things that have happened. I mean, one of the best is you and I got to connect. And if it didn't, if we didn't have the situation, what have we connected? Oh, what are the chances, you know? So mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, loving that wouldn't it be nice game? You know, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice focusing on that and and um, the possibilities, not the limitations. Mm -hmm. So, and just awesome. play around with that. I mean, yeah. you you know, it, it's an experiment on your life, yeah. and you have nothing to lose and many, many, many things to gain. I mean, many things to gain. So you're yeah. ready. Whatever you're doing, you know, uh, who said the in, in, insanity is doing the same thing expecting a different result. Exactly. So yeah. if where you are in your life, you're not happy with, if something's not working, change something, you know, exactly. see what's broken and change it, fix yeah. it. You know, it can yeah. be done. It can be possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So agree. Well, I know you've got, I've got patients to take care of and I yeah. know that you do as well. So, you know, um, We'll catch up with them next week. But of course, it's just like sometimes you just have to re listen to it. Listen, this is going to be my morning motivation on my walk because that's one thing I forgot to mention. Every single morning, I do listen to something positive, whether it's spiritual, whether it's for my um, mental health, my spiritual health, or even my physical health. It's like something that's just going to uh, raise my vibrational energy for that day. And so... I'm going to have to re-listen. This is going to have to be my Thursday ritual is listen to what you and I talk. Because a lot of times I go back and I'm like, wow, that was really good. Who was that woman? <laughs> you know, so that's, that's always kind of exciting. But all right. So we'll connect next week. And um, oh. we had a quick question here. So I don't know if you wanted to take that. Um, Absolutely, Richard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're waiting for Richard mm. to ask a question. And for everybody that has been watching, thank you so much. Uh, I hope these, or I know that all these tips are so beneficial. So finding what works for you and just committing to it and just watching the magic happen. Yes. No. All right. We'll see you all. Um, um <laughs> yeah i don't no. think so we're not gonna go there <laughs> all, all right. right we'll see you all next week then take care bye thank you bye-bye